But uh, all right, this one's your idea. Idea. It's the new fifty-two. Like yeah. we were going to talk about anything else. Welcome back, <laughs> everyone, to the forecast. It's been a while, but we just had nothing to talk about, and that's how it was. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, what we were going to talk about? Sad. Retroactive. <laughs> Did the six dollar book that's half an old issue, really? Did you read the uh did you read any of those? <laughs> I skimmed a couple in the store. Yeah. I enjoyed the one where Batman delivers a baby in like thirty seconds and then runs back to a burning car in which the baby's father is and rescues the baby's father. That's pretty good. Like I feel like that's probably like a land speed record. That was the 90s. I Honestly, I think the mother has a little bit of a, a it, credit there, too. Just a little. All right, New 52. New 52. What did you... Uh, so are you reading everything a, a little bit? Like, what's your ratio out of the 52? <laughs> I don't know how many came out last week. I think 13. Damn it. And I got four. Um, let's see. I put Black Green Arrow because basically it's an entirely new character under a different, under the same name. Mm-hmm. There's no beard. He's not political. He's got an oracle for some reason. No Black Canary. Son, what son? <laughs> <coughs> you can't be a cool philandering guy with outdated facial hair without a son. So it all there's had to no go. son, and. Um, yeah, that's just... I'm like, who's this guy? <laughs> He's that guy from Smallville. No. And I put back Detective Comics because I couldn't understand the um, the timing on it. As far as I can tell, they're starting out a whole new universe, but they're starting Detective Comics like ten years ago or five years ago. Oh, like uh, Justice League and Action Comics. I thought they were starting at different times. Like, Justice League was... Oh, well, like, they're starting at different times, but like the same generic, like, five years ago sort of time. But one of them's like ten, and one's five, and one's... I, Did I you see know. the last page of Detective? Yeah. Yeah, that, I thought that was... Uh, it made me glad that I already wrote off Tony Daniel. Because <laughs> it's just dumb. I, really? I, I thought that was the most interesting part. The rest of the just... Joker's face. That is so unlike you. <laughs> well, the rest of it is just the Joker's bad. Batman doesn't like him. Yeah. That is a fair point, is that new horrors are sometimes better than old, boring <laughs> ones. So. Um, those were the ones I put back. Mm-hmm. I got a Stormwatch, um, partly on the strength of Paul Cornell's name. Mm-hmm. So keep him happy, DC. What'd you think of the art? Eh. Yeah. Um, I was kind of annoyed with like fully clothed child, fully clothed man. Completely naked, foil-covered woman. I know, the engineer, engineer, but still. And then they get to the big fight between um, Apollo and the rest. Uh, Jack Hawksmore's wearing a suit. 
Mm. Other guy's wearing a suit. Apollo's wearing a t-shirt and jeans. And this lady, what the hell is that? Boobs in a corset? What? What even is that? Yeah, that is, it's like a corset with a crotch. And she's wearing a jacket with no shirt under it. Well, yeah, because otherwise she'd be naked. (laughs) Yeah, that is very strange. She's got the high heels, too. Oh, man, this art. Who even, wait, who even is that Uh, woman? She's new to me. She's not one of the authority. Well. I don't think that she's, um, what's-her-face Trelane from the old Stormwatch. Carrie or Cassie, something like that. So who's the big bad guy in Stormwatch? Um, the moon. That's another reason I kind of liked it. Oh, her name's Projectionist. Yeah, she's new. Um, Strange. I like that image of the moon growing claws and just being like, rawr. Honestly, that's cool. That's one of the fun things about um, the Authority slash Stormwatch. These guys, mm-hmm. they just face the weirdest threats. So are you going to buy the next issue of Stormwatch? Depends on what the next issue is. Mm. I also like that they um, they <clears throat> finish it with the Midnighter meeting Apollo. Mm-hmm. And a beautiful love story is born. Is that actually what the caption says? No. Oh. For current loud. loud. Really? I was going to say, like, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but the actual one is next issue, The Last Survivor of the Big Bang. Hmm. But I kind of like that they're, I don't know, doing the story. I mean, there's a reason why that's the final tag. They're kind of doing a story about them getting together which Mm -hmm. could be cool so Cornell Moon possible love story I guess is why I'm going with uh, Stormwatch okay interesting um so Static Shock let's talk about that yes we both bought that one we both did and um I know you like it and I kind of knew you'd like it because he's sort of a DC Spider-Man. Yeah. Like he's jokey and he punny he's like and he's in New York. <laughs> and they even have the physicality. I mean, where look at that. Where he's like, kid. Yeah. you know, where he's just kind of like swooping around the buildings and yeah, uh, stuff comes out of his hands. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Scott McDaniel is an interesting choice because, um, excuse me, I wasn't, I'm not super into McDaniel. Is it McDaniels or McDaniel? I think it's just McDaniel. Uh, like, I liked him on Nightwing and some of the Chuck Dixon Batman stuff well enough, but it wasn't like, oh, I gotta r- rush out and buy this. But it's surprisingly appropriate for kind of the tone of the series. Mm-hmm. And he's good at doing, like, basic action, I think. Just stuff like people, like just a superhero bouncing around and being knocked through walls and things like that. Yeah. What did you think about the final page? Oh, I laughed. <laughs> like that is uh, on the last page of Static Shock, uh, his arm gets blown off. 
And you laughed? Yeah. You're a horrible person. It's the last page cliffhanger of the first issue, and there's a caption saying he's dead. Like, it is a fake-out. Still, that's it's a cruel, cruel fake-out. There's not even any blood. Like yeah, it's, but he doesn't look happy. Well, no one would be happy, but he's not. he doesn't have to be happy for me to be happy. It's like being a parent. But, uh, like, it's clearly... It, I always he's... heard the phrase with, of being a parent was you're only as happy as your unhappiest child. Oh, I've never heard that one. So you better be pretty unhappy <laughs> right now. Oh, wow. And the arm taken off unhappy. And is it the arm with the tattoo? There's a tattoo? No, your arm with the tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's the left arm. No. But I mean, is he right-handed? Yeah, I assume so. Oh, that's good. Always uh, the best hand to be handed. But I mean, there's like this giant burst of black hole space or something where his arm goes. Like it's it, by page three. I'm confident on the next it will issue. be reattached. Yes. Yeah. Or not even busted up at all. But they did uh, a lot of interesting stuff in here that I'll get to after you say whether or not you liked it. I liked it. Get to oh. it. All right. So, uh, Hardware, the guy who's helping Static out, mm-hmm. uh, he's basically Tony Stark with a conscience. <laughs> <laughs> so this is their Marvel in the DCU book. Yeah. And uh, it's cool because his whole gimmick is that he was like a super smart genius scientist. Like, he was good as a kid and he was recruited by this uh, like Lex Luthor type of dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, who he didn't know he was a Lex Luthor-y guy. <clears throat> So he goes to this guy's company and just invents all kinds of crazy stuff. If it, if hardware was created nowadays, he would have invented, like, the iPhone or something. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, hey, you know, my inventions have made you millions or billions of dollars. Like, can I get profit sharing or a raise or, you know, some kind of prestige? And the guy's like, no, you're just an employee. And his response to that is to build a, ro- build a robot suit and go out and fight the crime that this guy is sponsoring. It makes sense in the book. All right. <laughs> but it's... Uh, so, uh, Dwayne McDuffie and Dennis Cowan created him. Mm-hmm. And basically, they were at Marvel, and they saw, like, the image guys basically say, uh, you know, we're making you tons of money. Like, can we get a creator uh, partnership or that sort of thing? And Marvel tells them, no. So they go and make their own company, and then they make <laughs> millions of dollars again on their own. And so it's another... Uh, like, how much are you worth to the people who employ you sort of story. Mm-hmm. And the evolution of the character over time is really interesting because he goes from, like, super angry and being willing to kill to being like, no, killing's not right. I should help people for, you know, the sake of helping people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's just a character that Has I like Has he made millions lot. of dollars for himself yet? Oh, yeah, I assume so. Okay. He ended up taking over the company when he got a leg up on uh, Alpha, the Lex Luthor guy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Which, there's probably, like, some kind of slightly uncomfortable real-world subtext to that. Like, if you just blow up enough buildings, you get what you want. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. The terrorists have won. Yay. <laughs> yeah, e- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I like him uh, helping out Static, because uh, I think they might have talked a couple times back when Milestone was still going, but... Like, it's cool to see, like, a mentor character and a younger character who aren't, like, legacies. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like Batman and Robin where, you know, there's going to be another Robin once this guy gets too old for the tight pants. Mm-hmm. It's just two guys that are 
more or less on an equal plane, but they're helping each other out how they can. Have you read any static before? No. Oh, I don't wow. think I've even seen the show. Oh, goodness. The show was uh, it was actually like really good. It was the number one rated show on Kids WB on Saturday mornings for like a year and a half. Nice. Beating out Pokemon at Pokemon's height. Uh, but yeah, it, he seriously just... Uh, Take that Pokemon. Seriously. Don't the rules of Pokemon. They get to now keep Pokemon. If you if beat them, only. don't you get to keep them? Isn't like at yeah. the game? Ha. Which is this weird animal abuse thing. But uh, but he seriously... like He was created in part to be uh, like Spider-Man for the 1990s. Hmm. So he's a fun character. Definitely one of my favorites. And, like, I kind of figured I would like it unless it was terrible. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to actually say how much I like it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Because, <laughs> like, that hype is circling around in my brain. Like, oh, it's static. Gotta get it. Gotta get it. And then, like, I get it and I enjoy it. But how much do I actually enjoy it? And how much, how much is just, it? like, wanting to enjoy Stockholm it? Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. I have no choice. <laughs> like, it's not Ed Bennis art. I love it, you know? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think... What else did you buy? Um, action Comics. Yeah. Grant Morrison and Rags Morales. Grant Morrison. Now, the one... I saw a preview going around where he knocks on Lois's door and she opens the door and she's... Oh, no, that's guy. the other series. That's Superman. That's the George Perez series, yeah. Okay. I was a little confused by, like, <laughs> what is going on? And I talked to somebody else in the comic book store and when they first... Um, picked it up they thought they'd you know missed an issue <laughs> before issue one yeah because it just seems to be coming in the middle of a story like mwahahaha yeah we have our our evil deal is done suddenly here Superman in his jeans and I, I don't know <laughs> which just it's sometimes starting in the middle of the story is the best place to start because the because bo- the beginning's super boring. That could, I think that you're right, but I don't know how I feel about Superman just well one using the word ain't. He's from Kansas. They use the word ain't in Kansas. I just assume farmers are like Southerners, and everyone says ain't back home. Well, I assumed that, like, time and place, Kansas, okay, this is Iowa, so, you know, overall Midwest. <laughs> it's all type. the same. My- <laughs> that's, that's what I'm hearing right now. Yeah, I'm an arrogant coaster. But, it, well, one, he doesn't come from Kansas. He comes from, like, 50s idealized Kansas. Okay. I mean, that's... I feel like that's more in my favor than in yours. It's like someone coming from San Francisco and being more hippie than hippie. And nobody is actually like, okay, maybe one or two people are actually like that in San Francisco. (laughs) But if you weren't going to add that into their character, why would you make them come from San Francisco? Mm -hmm. That's part of it. So I kind of picture Superman... And the music man coming from the same, like the musical, coming from the same universe of idealized Miss Western, Midwestern folksy. Mm-hmm. Um, Did Dorothy from Americana the Wizard of Oz say ain't? ain't? I no. guess no. 
Huh. And um, in The Music Man, one of the signs of social corruption is like, he said, have certain words started creeping into your son's vocabulary. Words like, like swell, <laughs> or so's your old man, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I guess I get that one. That so one. I just ain't. It, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. It seemed disrespectful. He, Ma would have taught him better. <laughs> but, but the whole thing now is that... More, it's, um, it's the fact that he's holding someone over a huge drop. Yeah. And about to throw them down as a way of forcing a confession. Yeah, I saw that preview, and my oh, first okay. thought was Superman has no idea how the courts work. Yeah. Because he just ruined that case forever. Like, that's definitely coercion. And also, he's not a cop. Yeah. Well, if it's not a co- he's not a cop, it's not something that ruined the case. The cops but, can't do it. But he, Someone else can. That can't be... I don't think that could be presented as evidence against you. But he but, confessed to the cops after being basically tossed off a building so the confession will be inadmissible in court well yeah but they yeah. can still make the case in court oh yeah it's not um, one of those things where they have to throw the case out they just can't use the confession mm-hmm. um, I know this is like the original Superman was like the socialist hero mm-hmm. and the the and he would very hang, street level Avenger. Hang corrupt senator. Well, not street level really. He would like hang corrupt senators from telephone poles from their like suspenders. Yeah. Not actually hang them. That would be <laughs> creepy. <laughs> <laughs> or I know one time he like these people were running a a mine but they weren't using proper mine safety precautions and so he like buried them down in their own mine mm-hmm. and he, he did that kind of thing a lot but I'm not sure it works to an adult audience in this day and age isn't it just basically Batman Batman doesn't do that though I he, like, goes like into their Batman house and beats that. them until they confess something that helps them, like, him get to the next level and investigate it. Yeah. But Superman just is like, I'll take you down. And somehow humiliating the senator makes things better. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like as a take... I also, I still haven't read the issue yet, which is funny. <laughs> so, Shall I hand this over to you? No, I actually don't need it. Uh, but I was going to say that, like, from what I've heard of Morrison's take, that he's going to be very brash and young. Mm-hmm. And since, like, he doesn't have Ma and Pa Kent there to tell him, like, hey, don't be a dick. He's going to be <laughs> kind of a dick. And I'm okay with that Superman because... Well, it's different. Yeah, like, I like the big brother Superman. You know, I like the whole idea of, like, a really benevolent messiah figure listening to everything you say. Mm -hmm. But um, I kind of want something different at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's not like that's the only Superman. That's just... You need a different take. Yeah. Because people since, like, 1986 have been so overdoing the, oh, he's Jesus angle. I just want a little Moses, I guess is what I'm saying. A few plagues. Ah, okay. Yeah. I was thinking, wouldn't it be more like Paul? 
kind of your bad boy, and then you have your... Well, Paul was an actual bad boy. Beat down. Well, Saul. And then yeah. beat down, and then you're like, no, it will be good from now on. Yeah. That's uh, Lex Luthor's story arc, I assume. Except for the good part. Oh, wait, it, it totally is in All-Star Superman. <clears throat> because he gets enlightened, and he's like, holy crap, I've been terrible. But, uh, now we're it's a little too late. <laughs> Dang. But, uh, yeah. So, are you going to keep up with it? Concerns aside. Yeah, it's a it's a good first issue. Not much happens in the first issue. Hmm. What do you mean? Except, well, I guess he does kind of get the beat down. Cursey oh, of Lex funny. Luthor. But he is trying to do a good thing. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know what lesson he's going to learn. <laughs> Clearly, saving people isn't working out. Instead, what I have to do is just terrify more corrupt businessmen. Well, on my way. I like, uh, so on this last page, it's Superman being crushed by something. A train. Bullet a train. train. So he's not faster than a speeding bullet. He's trying to slow the train down. He could probably outrun it, but instead he's trying to slow it down. That's definitely a Superman joke. Because what is it? It's faster <coughs> than a speeding bullet, bullet more powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings with a single bound. And yeah. he... I don't think he can fly in this. I think he is actually leaping. <laughs> like the Hulk. But uh, there's a cop that's pointing a grenade launcher at Superman from, from about two inches away. And I don't think that's going to end up like how he expects if he pulls that trigger on the right side. Maybe it's like a tear gas canister. Okay, <laughs> it's still Wait, bad. I think he's. I think there's something covering his face, or is he just turning his head? I think he's just turning his head. Oh well. You know he's going to take one for the team and kill Superman. So I'm you okay know, with that. police officers die so fast and all of like objectionably fast in comics yeah and often in comics so um i guess new recruits aren't trained all that well <laughs> it's like look just point this end at the bad guys and just pull the trigger like crazy what do you think of his uh, general le- okay the last page is superman like lex luther and general lane is it colonel or general Oh, uh, General, because there's General. four stars on his chest. Oh. I don't know if that's where those go, though. Um, General Lane have been trying to... Okay, let's just explain it from the beginning. Superman has been doing the kind of thing that he did when he first was introduced in the 30s. And that has not been going over well. So a bunch of police officers are trying to take him down. And then more police officers are trying to take him down. And it looks like the army got involved and they went to Lex Luthor. And he, being evil, endangered a train, a bullet train full of people, knowing that Superman would try to um, save them and then get squished, I guess. Mm -hmm. And... And on those, on that train is Lois Lane, and collaborating with Lex Luthor is General Lane. And he, that was a kind of an awkward panel or two where he's like, wait, you caused the train 
with my daughter on it to jump the tracks, really? And um, I forget where I was going with this. You were asking about the layout of the last page. Yes, the, la- the last page is laying in his control center looking at the uh, squished train or the semi-squished train mm-hmm. with the very squished Superman pinned against a building on a monitor screen and he's kind of I don't know what to do say, how to say it he's like spreading his arms and he's got his legs bent and he's it's like, like turning his wet head it's like back in fear only this actually this last page is really not very good because how tall are the computers that he's standing beside like those are basic the control the keyboards are basically on the floor yeah I'm wondering what it is about the layout. Maybe he's on a raised dais, but... Um, That's awful super villainy if he's just in the army. Like, I feel like you have to be a Doctor Doom to pull that off. Do they have the four stars just running down the center of the chest? Because I've never seen that. I've never but seen it either, I don't either, really but I'm pay not attention to... I thought you were, like... Air Force. Air Force. It's totally okay. different. I understand. Sorry. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, it looks really weird. But maybe it's some special secret army uniform or something in the DC Universe. That doesn't have to be tucked in. I thought they were really super um, <laughs> strict about that. There are uniforms... His shirt is untucked. It's There's some uniforms where, you, where the top part of the BDU is... Um, BDU? I forget what that stands for. <laughs> Crack team. Yeah. But, like, the top part doesn't have to be tucked in because it's made for movement. Ah. Okay. Well, I don't know. That just seems like an old-fashioned kind of layout Yeah, it's me. very much, like, not vaudeville, but, like, theater, like, the way reaction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both made the same movement at the same time. And, like, it's all right, but I don't think that it's a very good last page like very well put together mm. next issue Superman in chains I wonder if he's gonna break the chains over his chest you know like I keep seeing that like there have been like five of those homage covers in the last year and a half for some reason well the 900 one yeah yeah and I mean they're all pretty well like the actually the cover to the next one is uh Ethan Van Cyber drawing, like him breaking the chains and smiling at the camera like a creep. But <laughs> <laughs> it no, it's totally true. I'm gonna pull it up while I talk. But um like it's I can see how that would have been cool in like the sixties or seventies when chains were a thing people cared about. But like breaking chains now it feels like a throwback that hasn't aged well, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, like well, outrunning like, a train, like, ooh, big whoop, a train. I like chains better than mysterious energy beam. Mm. You know, that random, I have energy shackles, oh no, now I have overcome them. Oh wait, oh yes, I have overcome <laughs> them. Just because it's a plot convenience. And he always does it just by trying a little harder. Yeah. Yeah, so here's the Superman Breaking the Chains cover for issue number two. Oh, that is him smiling kind of like a creep. It's the eyebrows. Yeah. 
It's the eyebrows and the smile. Like, I, I don't know. But, um... Oh, so one book we skipped was uh, Justice League. Did you read that one? I have heard... I read the preview, and I have heard mostly unpleasant things about really? it. I like it. Just that it was a... Let's see. I've heard it was a Brave and the Bold issue. That one's really popular Marketed for some as a Justice League issue. Yeah. It's um, like one of those free things that you get with a toy. Okay. Like um, Batman and the Green Lantern toys are sold in a pack, and in the back of the pack there's a thing, and mm. it's a Batman and the Green Lantern issue, and they're fighting. Mm. And I did not like the... Um, Oops, I stole your ring. <laughs> like, I understand that they don't think Batman is a big deal, but we know Batman is the biggest deal in the DCU, so it just makes him look like a jerk. Hmm. And they did that in the 90s and I and early 2000s and late 2000s and it sucked and need Grant Morrison needed Grant Morrison to expunge it. So, please, let's, let's not go back to that. I didn't think that it made him uh, look like a jerk much at all, though. Just because of like, the context of what was going on. He just stole a ring? Well, Why was, would you do that? It was Green Lantern going, blah, 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 I'm the bestest, bro. Look at me. Check out these cool green lights. And Batman's like, oh, what's this thing do? And it's like, oh, yes, Batman is someone that you should pay attention to. And I mean, Yeah, but we, we already know knew that. that. And we already know everything in this, really. Like, we know that... Cy- or Victor Stone's going to be cyborg, and that the bad guy's going to die. But I don't know. I thought it was pretty clever. But uh, there's one thing I really liked about Justice League, which was how they do Superman's laser eyes, which you hardly see anymore. And they're just like wisps of light bleeding off his eyes instead of like a big glowing thing around his face. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a light in motion. Instead of just being, you know, brightness. Look at that weird costume. Yeah, I figure it'll grow on me, but... He looks like just... There are random little patches, but they're all blue. Yeah. the same color blue. It's like honeycomb armor. It kind of looks like he's a transformer. If he turns into a car, now that would be a surprise. Or he turns into the rocket that got Mm. him away from Krypton. Ah. But yeah, I thought it was a pretty good first issue. Like, I can see why people would say that stuff, but... Like, it did what exactly what I expected it to do. Mm-hmm. Which is just be kind of like a cool Justice League story. Or the beginning of a cool Justice League story, I should say. Because it's definitely, like, part one of five or six or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I like that they set up the Batman-Superman fight as not being like, you know, oh, I hate you so much. So much as, like, Superman being kind of playful. But they haven't had the actual fight yet. Right. But they posted uh, a couple of pencil pages from the fight on the DC Comics blog a while back. And it's pretty much like Batman tasing Superman. It's Superman being like, ah, thank you. That didn't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. (laughs) I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. It seems like uh, Batman is still going to be mistrustful or distrustful of superhumans, but not quite to the obsessive, oh, I have all these plans on how to kill you. Oh, I so want Superman to just grab Batman's arm and be like, why are you hitting yourself? (laughs) 
That's why they don't let you write comics, Esther. <laughs> well, they should. <laughs> uh, what else did you buy? You got one more. Uh, I bought Batgirl. Of course I did. Oh, goodness. And I have a... Um, Recap that I will post on Fourth Letter just as soon as my internet comes up oh, again. Wow. I was wondering if my internet is down and my house is filled with spiders. What the hell is happening in my life? Why don't you move? I'm pretty sure that's how Amityville Horror starts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the new update for 2011. <laughs> if I see a glowing eyed pig, I totally will. It's like, Mom, I don't have any reception on my cell phone. (laughs) And then it's like, bam, Bloody Mary's on your phone. But yeah, Batgirl. Batgirl. Um, I don't know. I just... um, The tone, the violence is Secret Six level violence Mm -hmm. and Birds of Prey level violence rather than Batgirl level violence. So really bloody or... Really disturbing. Okay. Like, there is a group that kills off entire families for fun. And they don't show anything, but they do have the group just randomly talking about how they kill whole families for fun because they like to. Is this in the context of, That is technically making them child killers, and, and just the horror of that, the killing an entire family, that... I don't know. It just... I don't feel like that's the it's not right the place for it. Book you on. So, were they just... Were like, they trying look at to the get cover where she's all like, Wee! Yeah. Like, were know. the killers trying to get a job and telling people, like, hey, this is what we're really good at, so if you got any families you need taken out... No, they just enjoy it. They're just sitting around talking about it. Well, they're to a family they're about to kill, and then she saves them. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, and people die in like really graphic ways. Yeah. Look at that. Is that a water gun? It's a hose. We're not going to say anything more about it because honestly, <laughs> this teaser is more uh, disturbing, I think, than anything that we could actually say about. I don't the, think that even works. Um, oh, but. And then Barbara herself is doing stuff like, oh, I slipped up, I made a mistake, I was really lucky that I I got away with getting these guys, and then gets into the next grape and makes another mistake, and... Isn't she, like, 30 years old? That works with Stephanie, and, well, I mean, it never works to try to figure out comic book ages. There's teen, and there's adult. (laughs) And then there's older adult. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's true. Um, so, so I heard that the cliffhanger just, in this is... I don't want to say stupid, but the summary that I heard sounded pretty stupid. Like, someone points a gun at Batgirl and she freaks out because of uh, post-traumatic stress. And then someone dies and the cops are like, Batgirl, you're a murderer. Yeah. I... Are cops in the new DC just completely stupid to be fair like they don't know that she's freezing because she's scared so it could possibly be that she's freezing because she chooses not to do anything Mm -hmm. but um yeah that did seem like a leap to me yeah 
And I don't know, it's just, she, it's not just that she has been a hero before. And I understand that you can make a case for the fact that she was injured in like a really traumatic way mm-hmm. and they've made a big deal of it ever since then. I, it, it's a big deal objectively, but considering other heroes have been like killed and come back mm-hmm. and they've chosen to just be like, yeah, I died, now I'm back. <laughs> Marvel just you know, did that recently too. In in that way, they've chosen to make her injury a huge deal and part of her character. So I, it's not that I don't. I think that's a the wrong. Okay, I do think that's wrong. <laughs> um, it's not that I think that that is a completely unfounded way to take the character. Mm-hmm. And I understand it's the first issue, and you need to give her a problem to overcome. But she was Batgirl, she was a congresswoman, she was Oracle, which meant she directed every single hero in the DCU. Was she still a congresswoman? I don't know. Uh. But (laughs) every single hero in the DCU for years. She led teams, she faced up to people who were, okay, that is my phone. (laughs) How awkward. Um, She faced up to people who were trying to kill her with guns. She faced up to the Joker himself. It just doesn't work to have her be like the, I'm just starting out in the big city. (laughs) Like, that's what Stephanie or what Cassandra Cain were for. Mm -hmm. They were like teenagers. Well, they were exactly teenagers. (laughs) And, And that makes sense. But she... Although different, she isn't universally liked. Mm-hmm. She she's a big deal character. She has been there for a long time, and a lot of people have grown up with her. And they've made her. They, I think, editorial has consciously made her an important character and like a, a heavyweight character. So having her be Batgirl and just be like, oh, I, I don't know how to do this. Dang it, I got lucky. I'm just getting by by the skin of my teeth. I don't know. How is she walking again? Miracle. That's what they said. Like, actually in the comic? Yeah. Oh, for three years I couldn't move or feel my legs. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Um, having Oracle and her character just be... go back to what you would understand on a character who has just been introduced mm-hmm. or maybe has just turned 21 or something it just it doesn't work for me I could see that this is uh, I'm just flipping through so I guess I have no context for any of this but a lot of it looks pretty silly like, why does the lady write fight the power on the wall? Because she's a wacky roommate. Oh, I hate those. <laughs> um, you live alone. Exactly. <laughs> like, case in point. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, was that all you bought this week? That That's it. And we've been talking about it for 40 minutes, so... Holy crap.
That'll do. Yeah, I would just say that uh, Animal Man was pretty good <laughs> by Jeff Lemire and Travel Foreman, and you should buy it because it's like a horror comic. I've uh, heard that it was good. But I don't want to buy it because it's like a horror comic. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, 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 stop it